Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story of a restaurant heist Saturday in Indianapolis provides continuing proof that people will steal anything, anytime, and anywhere. Officers called to the Subway restaurant in Indianapolis about 6.30 p.m. after a man indicated he'd like for investigators to find the person or persons responsible for stealing his foot-long sandwich. Police say the circumstances surrounding the disappearance of the sandwich were not immediately clear, but they are reviewing surveillance video to see if someone snuck out with a sub they didn't pay for. It's not known whether or not police are hopeful they'll be able to recover the sandwich or however many inches of it are left. <laughs> would you actually uh, report that, Cliff? No. I wouldn't either. I would. No. I'd be like ashamed to report that they stole my foot longer or something like that. I mean, I, just... I mean, if you turned away long enough and then you'd look back at your table and it's gone, you need to be paying more attention to your foot long. Yes, perhaps you should have lost it. <laughs> You deserve that's, to lose. That's exactly right. You deserve it. <laughs> well, Cliff, with the graduation season over here yeah. in the area, yeah. that uh, one that always um, amplifies the pressure that I have on me in my lifetime. That's right. Uh, pressure? Yes. Why would it increase the pressure? Well, you know, I go every day, Cliff, trying yeah. to trying not to disappoint the people who wrote mm-hmm. "Stay Cool" in my yearbook back in high school, and well, that's okay. a lot of pressure on me to stay cool all this time. <laughs> No, the phrase stay cool would basically indicate that you were thought of as cool in the first place. I think they were all just making fun of you, personally. So I really don't have yeah. this pressure on yeah, me? You know, yeah, there's no need for pressure because you're not cool now and you, well, you weren't cool then either. Well, I was putting my cologne on this morning, Cliff, yes. and it hit me just like a bolt of lightning. The cologne? No. <laughs> oh. This thought. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sometimes the cologne hits me that way, too. You shouldn't inhale when you're, the spray hits you. Yes, I know. <laughs> but I got to thinking this morning, Cliff. Yeah. I wonder if there would be a market yeah. somewhere out there, like a small niche, yeah. for meat-based fragrances. I'm sure there probably would be. Like you could dab on a little bit of... Um, yeah country ham this morning the dab on a bit of country yes <laughs> what do you think or maybe uh, yeah a barbecue rib <laughs> fragrance on you do you think you know, there would be a market for that i'm, I'm sure there would be you i mean think, think the ladies would like that well, you smell like a ham depends upon the lady i'm assuming you know a lady who likes ham might like a dude who smells like a ham. I, I, I could be <laughs> on to something here cliff the problem is though is how i mean maybe you need to go into your laboratory with your lab coat and your safety glasses because the problem is making a liquid that smells exactly like a country ham and can sit in a glass bottle in a dark cabinet and when you spray it a year later it still smells like country ham you know what i'm saying i i know there's going to be you know some problems so there's some technical challenge to be mounted there Maybe I would have a cologne yeah. that has like an expiration date on it, used <laughs> like by a, date. Like a ham. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Maybe you could just keep a country ham in your medicine cabinet. 
dab it on myself. <laughs> this were just instead of being a spray on, it's a rub on. It's a, it's a rub on cologne. A rub on ham. <laughs> and every once in a while, you you know, for the special occasions yeah. with the ladies, you yeah. bring out the barbecued ribs That's and right. rub them on you. Maybe a slab of bacon oh, there yes. too. Yeah. That'll work. Read this story is not only from the Morning Roadshow Department of Irony, it's knee-deep in irony, and the irony is rising. The owner of this tourist attraction in Kentucky says their insurance company needs to pay up for damage that was suffered on the grounds of the park, but the insurance company says not so fast. Monsoon-like rains in 2017 and 2018 caused a landslide on the road that tourists used to get into the park. It cost a million dollars to fix. It was a bill that the park's owner got after fixing it, and it was turned over to each of their five insurance carriers, but each one said no. The flooding rains are considered an act of God and by contract are excluded from insurance coverage. Said owners responded by filing a federal lawsuit seeking compensatory and punitive damages against those insurance companies. The owners of this tourist attraction, well, you'd think they'd know about Acts of God. Because we're talking about the Ark Encounter, (laughs) which is said to be a recreation of Noah's Ark from Genesis, which ironically became necessary because of monsoon-like rains. (laughs) That is ironic, all the way around I told you. That, yes. The beginning, in the middle... And at the end. Did you know that one news story you had? Yeah. About how beer saves Indiana? Yes. That would be a great state of the state address for the governor. <laughs> I mean, you just, beer saves Indiana. That, 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 that's all you have to say. You just walk up to the podium and say, beer saves Indiana. Drop the mic and walk off. <laughs> one other thing about a news story today, Cliff. Really? You're just air. all over the news I story. I am all yeah. over the news today. Yeah. The gentleman in Evansville that was shot... Yeah. And then told police who it was that shot him. Yes. That person would never be me. (laughs) Why is that? If I ever got shot, there is no way that I, even if you gave me your business card before you shot me, I could not (laughs) tell police who it was that shot me. All they would hear out of my mouth would be gibberish and cussing. That's it. That would be my, the only language I would have would be gibberish and cussing when well, they were asking perhaps, me who shot me. Perhaps they have an interpreter for gibberish and cussing. They would have to in my case because there's no way I could calmly say it was Joe Blow over there. Yes, yeah. yes. He did it. He, he pulled the it. trigger. And that's a guy I was going to say too, so Joe Blow. he must be an assassin or something. And today is National Hamburger Day. Now, really? Yes. Now mm-hmm. why that's... The day after Memorial Day seems a little odd to me. That's for another discussion at another time. Right. But I did have time this morning to look up a couple of hamburger facts for us. (laughs) Hamburger facts? Yes, just a couple of them. That's all I had time for. Okay. Small versions of hamburgers are called sliders. Yeah, everyone knows that. Giant versions are called heart attacks. Not everyone knows that. No, but that's something you should know. Also, Cliff, not everyone yeah. knows this one either. What's that? A hamburger yeah. can also be made mm-hmm. from ground turkey if yes. you're a little girly man. <laughs> you can't dispute the facts, Cliff. They're right there on paper. It's right there. Someone wrote it down. Yes. It has to be true. It has to be true. Right. There are times that this happens to me, I feel what? like I've been uh, frozen in ice for 500 years and thawed out and come back into society, and what it happened you, to me yesterday. What are you talking about? I was at a restaurant yesterday, yeah. and they have on their table yeah. a menu of their alcoholic products. 
I'd okay. already ordered, and I was bored. And so, I was, well, yeah, you're waiting on your food. Yes. I, I've done that as well. You just peruse the selections available at the bar. Yes. And I had no intentions of ordering anything. Yeah. But inside that menu, yeah. there were a couple of drinks yeah. that literally said, limit two <laughs> per customer. <laughs> Really? Yes. I'd never seen that before, a bar limiting you to two. Now, I've seen people... You've seen bars where they would cut you off. Yes. You've had too much. You need to stop. I'm not serving you anymore. But I thought... That's legally something the bartender is allowed to do. Yes. But I thought it was one of those deals, well, they're so good, you'll only want two of these. (laughs) And when I asked the waitress about this, she says, oh, no, that's true. It's a limit of two on them. And I said, why? Well... They come in these gigantic bowls, and, you know, it's got so, a lot of booze so in there. So it's got a lot of alcohol in it. Yes. And, That's why they limit it. And I said, yeah. do you serve whiskey in this bar? Well, of course we do. And she went down the whole list <laughs> The list of, of them. And you were like, really, I'm really not interested in ordering. But it makes sense because, you know, if they're going to limit the uh, number of these drinks you can order, then they should also limit how many shots you can get. I asked her that. Is and? there a limit of two? And? No. <laughs> I don't well, understand that. Well, did you get to see one of these drinks? Yes. Did someone order one? Yes, a guy right beside me did. Well, what was had, it? I don't know. It had a coconutty stuff in it. <laughs> so it was like a big bowl thing, big a big glass. Was there like a pineapple? I think so. There was like some, some fruit. And coconut, did it look kind of creamy looking? It, yes, so it, it was did. probably like like Have a, you had one. No, oh. <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm just trying to identify. My guess is, <laughs> it has nothing to do with the amount of alcohol in it. It has something to do with the amount of sugar in it. Because if you drink two of those, any more than two of those, it's going to set off your diabetes. Well, <laughs> you do the math. I just know it's a large number. On our Facebook page, Cliff, okay. the question is there, what would you rather have old than new? And we had answers okay. like doctors, furniture, shoes. But then Jan posted in, yeah. she would rather have her 1976 Maytag washing machine that she uses to this day. Rather than a new one. Yes. Okay. Think about how old that thing is. From 1976? From 76. That's like um, 43 years old, if, I, if I'm subtracting in my head correctly. Well, you do the math, because I can't. But 43 years for a washer? Yeah. Have you ever heard of such thing? Um, no, I, I, I can't say I've ever heard one being that old. Still, I own nothing still that's 43 working. years old. <laughs> I can't think of anything that I have that's 43 yeah. years old. Yeah. Well, eventually my car will be, but... Well, I mean, a couple of weeks, probably. And I'm hoping she'll post. Yeah, I'm hoping she'll post Shows a picture. A picture so I'd can, love to see it. I mean, the story is of the "I'm not from Florida, but I got here as fast as I could" variety. Police in Navarre say Ashley Perkins is now in custody after allegedly abusing her wife, one Ruth McClellan Perkins. It turns out the two had been married only six weeks and went on holiday from their Louisiana home to the beach, and they were staying with relatives at the time of the alleged assault. Lisa Perkins became irate with her new wife, so irate she removed a bedpost from the bed frame and beat her with it. When officers arrived, she at first said her wife must have rolled over the bedpost during an argument, but investigators said that would not likely have caused the broken arm that she had. 
Oh, well, well, wait, 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 Perkins replied. My wife actually beat herself up with the bedpost. I had nothing to do with it. Unlikely, police replied, and the woman was taken into custody. The victim told officers that the argument started when it was realized that she had ran the couple's marijuana stash through the washing machine. <laughs> you got to check your pockets. I'm just saying. <laughs> the first rule of laundry. Yes. Check your pockets. <laughs> and I'm going to say this. Here's the first yeah. rule of... Um, well, maybe the second rule of dating, Cliff. What's that? If they started disassembling the bed, <laughs> that's your cue to run. <laughs> well, with that temperature reading there, Cliff, that yeah. reminds me that, mm -hmm. well, very soon the weather will be turning hot and sweaty. Steamy. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that's when we have our annual... Who has the nastiest heat rash contest here on Country 98.1? Oh, that's always a great event. I believe it's in uh, July this year. It, it used, used to be, to in, be August. in August. But, you know, school starts in August and people want to get that cleared up. They want to get the medication on it. And it's hard to compete in a contest and then make it go away in time. That's what we found, Cliff. Yeah. We had fewer and fewer contestants. But yeah. it's coming up in July. The nastiest heat rash. Yes. On Country 98.1. Paul yeah. McCartney, Cliff. Yeah. He's been knighted, correct? Yes, that's why they call him Sir Paul McCartney. That's the official title yes. for him. So if you're, um, if you're like a, a British subject or a citizen of England, and you're honored by the Queen for your contributions to English society, she will knight you, and then you're thereby known as Sir whatever your name is. Now, oddly enough, if you're not a citizen of Britain, say like if you're Bill Gates, Bill Gates has been knighted. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, he he can say he's a knight, and he's in, inducted into this special order of the knights, but he can't use the phrase sir at the beginning of his title. So how do you know he's a knight? Uh, well, there's the, the he can sign his name legally with the um, at the end, you know, like you know, you put M D for medical doctor. Right. He can sign his name K B E, which stands for Knight of the British Empire. That's he can't funny. use the sir in front. Well, now this story makes a lot more sense. What, what's that? Because I read, Cliff, that England is yeah. now classified mm -hmm. as the drunkest country in the world. <laughs> really? And, and that's why, yeah. over the weekend, yeah. Queen Elizabeth granted knighthood yeah. to Sir Rosas. <laughs> really? Yes. Really? Yes. Le Sir Rosas? Yes. Let me guess. He was from the land of the liver. Yes. So technically his name is now Sir Rosas of the liver. You saw the same story, didn't no, you? No. I just know dumb humor when I see it. Sagamore of the Wabash. Could I possibly <laughs> be that, Cliff, since I can't be knighted? Right. Could you, I be a Sagamore? Uh, well, let's just recount the fact of why you could never be knighted. It's not, it's not because you're not a British citizen, because as we have seen, non-citizens from England can be knighted. But you've never made any contribution to society, so that's really going to preclude your um, ability to be recognized by the Queen. Now, being a Sagamore of the Wabash, well, that's... Um, mm -hmm. um, those individuals are selected solely by whoever the governor is of the state of Indiana. Do you know the governor of the state of Indiana? No. Have you ever met him? Not sure you even know his name. <laughs> Spoken with him? No. <laughs> So the, the governor does it. The governor picks this, whoever the Sagamore award. Even though yes. I have the yes. commode of kick upon us <laughs> in my driveway. Wait, it's in the driveway? Yes. <laughs> so have you contacted the uh, 
Indiana State Historic Commission about your toilet of Kickapanas? No. <laughs> well, they don't know you then. Well, a lot of people come and look at it. Well, I'm they a, drive I'm by a, and point my, at that it. That was my next question. Is is your commode of Kickapanas a state historic site? I don't think so. It's just down the driveway. <laughs> I mean, this, you would have like a park ranger. <laughs> Guarding the commode of Kickapanas. Right. I need a curtain around it. Yes, and a ticket and, booth so you could charge admission. And, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if Owensville could start up a little award ceremony. What would they thing. call it? I don't know. What I'm would they the, <laughs> not the Sagamore of the Wabash. You can't do that. It's already, no, it's already been done. Yes. Kentucky not. Colonel, that's already been done. Baby's Breath of Owensville. <laughs> that's what I'm going for. I want to be the Baby's <laughs> Breath of Owensville, Cliff. <laughs> Might have shot at that. <laughs> and I read, Cliff, this morning that Walmart has now unveiled its new headquarters in Bentonville, Arkansas. Well, they build the new headquarters. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're ever in Bentonville, Arkansas... Why? Why are you in Bentonville, Arkansas? <laughs> Go to the Grand Canyon and see something. Why would you be ever in Bentonville, Arkansas? I, I mean, I don't know. It's I'm, it's not I a tourist even, destination. I don't even know. Is it in relation to like I don't know the what is the one place in Arkansas that's a tourist destination? The uh, Bran- Little no, Rock. Little Rock. Oh no, it's Branson. That's Missouri. Sorry, never mind. There's nothing to see in Arkansas. <laughs> there. Just go right on through. Yes, go through. <laughs> go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> would you rather be on Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune, Cliff? Which one would you rather be on? Oh, I have to pick. Yes. This you... is a question for me to pick. Yes. Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune? Yes. And you can well, play at home too. Um, that's a good question. Yes. You know. Um, Many have indicated to me that my head is filled with useless bits of information, which does come of some use here on this program. I mean, a while ago, I came up with that knowledge about how you become knighted and why you, how you can put sir in your name. Yes. I mean, that was information that I knew about the Queen of England. Uh, but I don't think the useless bits of information in, in my head are to the level of the people who play on Jeopardy. Especially <laughs> that guy that's playing now. Yes. Wow. He, yeah, he's still playing. Yeah. Um, Two million dollars richer too. Yeah. So you're going with Wheel of Fortune. I'm going to have to go with Wheel of Fortune. Um, you know, I've thought about that myself, and I'm yeah. not really quite sure. And, unless you dumb down, like they have a Wheel of Fortune, or that they have a Jeopardy tournament of the DJs, and I could get in as the news director, I would, I would clean house. You would clean on that. <laughs> I'm not sure, Cliff. Yeah. Even the regular Jeopardy or the Wheel of Fortune, which uh, one I would pick. Okay. I mean, being on Jeopardy. Yeah. And displaying my incredible knowledge would be nice. Yeah. I will say that. True. But also nice. Mm-hmm. Vanna White getting familiar with my vowels. That wouldn't be a bad one either. I can't decide which one to pick. <laughs> really? I may have to go with Jeopardy, Cliff. <laughs> or take it to the bank today, Cliff. Yes. I kind of like this one because I believe everyone listening, all mm, 11 listeners, true. have thought of this what? at one point in their life. Okay. What is it? On a chicken. Why do they call that slab of meat a drumstick? I thought of that when I was a kid, why they call that a drumstick. Hmm. I don't know. And white and dark meat? Why you do may they think you know the answer to that. I guess we don't then, huh? I don't think you do. Is this information that we'll be taking to the bank? That's exactly right. What do you know? Here on the Morning Road Show with yeah. Weed and Cliff. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Well, Cliff, here's yeah. the answer you've Please. been waiting for. Get on with it. We call chicken and turkey legs drumsticks Yum. because it wasn't polite to say the word leg at the dinner table <laughs> in the 1800s. Really? Yes. 
You it were not allowed polite. to say that. Yes. Okay. So they came up with drumstick. All right. And thighs and breasts mm-hmm. were called dark and white meat for the same exact reason. Really? You couldn't say the word breast at the dinner table. Or thigh. Or thigh. Yes. Good Lord. <laughs> been all of that, though, Cliff. Yeah. You can take right to the bank. We would not pull your drumstick. <laughs> really? Come on. I need the rim shot thing again. I Please. didn't have it loaded. And that's one of the most disgusting looking things I've seen you playing <laughs> with over there in a long time, Cliff. Why are is you it, doing that? Is it more disgusting than the poop on wheels gift I got for Christmas? Yes, because that there is malleable. And yes. it's disgusting looking. Right. It's called, um, and a listener brought me this yesterday, another gift. I can't imagine why people keep bringing me these gifts that are all poop related. I will, I don't this know. This is called um, it's called Poodoo. <laughs> it's a in a small plastic container, and uh, yeah, I don't know. if you've had kids, you know what that green slime is. It used to get from toy stores and whatnot. I think it was like a Nickelodeon brand or something like that. Green slime. Well, this is green slime, but it's brown, just like poop. <laughs> and you can't keep your hands and out you of can, it. Uh, well, no, I can't keep my hands out of the poop. I know. I have <laughs> noticed that for about the last 40 minutes. And it's uh, it's uh, squishy, and you can mold it into shapes like poop. And <laughs> it goes flat, and you can bounce it like a ball. It's poo-goo. There, see that? <laughs> oh, you have got issues. It was a gift. How am I, am I not supposed to play with a gift? Someone brought me something. Play with that nice. in the comfort of your own office <laughs> and keep it out of here. Well, Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day, start with number three. The first rule of laundry. What was that? Check your pocket. Oh, okay. Number two. All they would hear out of my mouth is gibberish and cussing. <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Beer saves America. <laughs> And Indiana, too. Cliff. Especially Indiana. Especially You're absolutely us. right. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.